0: Welcome to the podcast of Dr. Norman Thomas. These teachings are designed to empower you to live a higher quality of life. Take a few minutes to receive a deposit of godly wisdom for your day. For more information and more extended teachings from Dr. Thomas, visit normanthomas.org. It is so important that as we analyze the gift that God has given us and we contemplate this through study and we learn all the things we can learn biblically about the gift that God has blessed us with, it's important that we're prepared to receive the gift because most people are not. And so they gain all this knowledge about the gift and then they're not prepared to receive the gift. But everything that we talk about concerning God's gift to you and the the gifts that He's given you to be a blessing to those around you is based upon the premise, of you receiving the ultimate gift of God which is Jesus Christ. Whether you're already a Christian or whether you're not a Christian and you may be pursuing that or thinking about that it's important that you receive God's gift Jesus Christ in order to activate the gift that he has blessed you with. And so let's talk about preparation for our gifts is receiving the gift you know many people have uh, a confused idea about what it means to be a Christian and quite frankly we the church have not done a great job at conveying that message we've made it very complicated and very legalistic and it's not at all and the reason it's not complicated and neither is it legalistic is because all you got to do is read the gospels St. Matthew, St. Mark, St. Luke, and St. John, and you will find Jesus' approach to humanity and the simplicity of his message and the simplicity of his love, which is God's love for all of us. It's just simple that God is eager to have us. He is eager to embrace us. He is eager to reconcile us from A broken relationship that sin has caused in our lives. You know, Jesus is the plan of God for humanity. And I'm telling you today that without that relationship, without that gift, Jesus Christ, in your life, there is no way that you will ever maximize the potential that you have where the gifts are in you concerned. And so how do you receive? You receive by simply surrendering. You surrender. And you surrender by yielding your will. You yield your will to God's will. Now that's where, you know, many people have a problem because they want to hold on to their will. And God will let you. God will permit you to hold on to your will. He will not uh, compete with you concerning your will because really He's the one that gave you a will, and he's not going to turn around and violate that gift to you. So he gave you a will, and he'll not violate your will. God will wait for you to receive him voluntarily at your will, and then everything that he has for you is now available to become an actual manifestation in your life. There are people that have expectations for God to do certain things in their lives and to produce certain things in their lives when they're not even yet surrendered to him. And so the gifts that he's given us to be a blessing to humanity, they're somewhat dysfunctional until we surrender. Yes, there are things we can do, but you can't do what God has created you to do until there is a surrender to Jesus in your life. The Bible says that in Romans chapter 8 verse 1 that there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ and to those who are walking after the Spirit and not after the flesh. The point is is that in Christ Jesus a man or woman in pursuit of Jesus Christ a man or a woman with the mindset of surrender to God through Jesus Christ for that man and for that woman. The Bible says there's no fear, there's no guilt, there's no shame. That's what condemnation means. Condemnation comes from the devil. The enemy speaks condemnation all the time into people's lives, whether they're born again or whether they're not. It doesn't matter. His job is to condemn you. The reason is is because it puts you in a, an inferior state. It makes you subject to him. It brings deception in your life and it makes you think that whatever happens to you had to happen to you that you have no say that you have nothing to do with where your life is going and where your life ends up. Condemnation is a voice that comes after a wrong act has been committed. In other words, you do something wrong, uh, you do something that you really shouldn't have done, and then all you hear are the voices, look at you, see, you're no good, I told you you, you couldn't do that, or, and all that, and so forth and so on. Well, the voice we hear as Christians is the voice of conviction. Conviction is the voice that comes before I do something wrong, because that voice is trying to preserve me. That voice is trying to preserve my life from this bad decision that I'm about to make. And it's to protect me from the outcomes of that decision. Now that's the voice of God. That's the voice of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says the job of the devil is to accuse the brethren. In other words, his job is to find accusation and to show you all of your faults and show you all of your wrong to reveal to you all of your frailties and all of your weaknesses and gives you all the reasons why you can't accomplish what the gift has been created inside of you to accomplish. But the voice of conviction is different. It says, I'm here to protect you from this bad decision that you're about to make. The reason I'm saying this is because to surrender to Jesus Christ means to surrender towards God's will and God's plans And God's purpose is for your life. You're not losing, you're gaining. You're gaining the opportunity to maximize everything that God has put on the inside of you. So when the devil condemns, here's what he does. He declares you unfit to be used for the purpose for which you've been created. And that's his job, is to cement that in your mind is to firmly plant that idea in your mind that you can no longer be used for the purpose for which you've been created. And therefore the gift is stifled. The gift comes to a stall. The gift lays dormant. The gift is idle inside of you because of this mindset. But the Bible says Jesus comes with refreshing, renewing life. Jesus says, I came that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. And this is what it takes to ignite the gift of God that is on the inside of you. One of the reasons why many people's gift does not flourish is because of their thought processes. They have bad thoughts about themselves. I call it a distorted view, a distorted image. It's an image, but it's distorted or it's twisted. Um, This is usually based on seeds that have been planted in a person's life over time. You know, God gave us parents, and the, the job of a parent is to speak life into their children. I know we think the job of parents is to provide for them and to make sure they have what they need to go to school and all that. Yeah, all that's a part, but the most important job of a parent is to speak the most important thing you can do for your children is to open your mouth and to speak into their lives and to tell them who they are. Because otherwise they will get that from somewhere else. But you have been anointed to do that. God has given you that anointed by virtue of parenthood to speak life into your children. But what happens in most cases is that this doesn't happen or The devil gets in there and uses that same office of parent to speak the wrong thing into the lives of children and to fix the wrong image inside of them. Or there's silence on the voice, uh, on the part of a a parent's voice, and the enemy uses other instruments to speak into their lives and to create wrong images of who people are. But the Word of God has come to bring correction to distorted views. When I receive the word of God, I get a a view of God's attitude toward me, and I get an image of God's uh, word in my life. In other words, let me say it this way. The word of God promotes a healthy image of who I am. He tells me who I am. For instance, the word of God tells me that I can do all things through Jesus that strengthens me. Now just that one scripture alone meditated over time will plant and fix a seed of overcoming inside of me or positive and high self-esteem. Why would a person think that they can't accomplish a task that is before them? Because Over time, conditions, experiences, associations have fed into an image that says, I can't do it, I can't accomplish, I can't overcome this hurdle, I can't get past this difficulty. But the word of God being fed to your spirit will do just the opposite. It will replace bad seeds that have been planted inside of you, with good seeds that come straight from God, your creator, who knows who you are because he created you and cause you to rise with positive self-esteem and the ability to see yourself the way God sees you. This is so critical to igniting the gift that's on the inside of you. Well, how does all this process begin? It begins by your surrendering to Jesus Christ. You see, that's why we get born again. We get born again, not just so that we don't go to hell. We get born again so that we can live, so that we can start life now, so that we can awaken the greatness that is on the inside of us, so that we can tap the potential that is resting in us, so that we can maximize the gifts that God has given us. You're carrying a gift and God wants it maximized, but it takes your surrender to Jesus. So today it's important to me that you have the opportunity to surrender to Jesus Christ. Because without that, all that we talk about concerning the gift you carry will not have the opportunity to mature in your life. Yes, you can have the knowledge of a thing, but you need access to it. You need access so that it can manifest in your life. We know about a lot of things, but we don't realize the things we know until we take the action to apply that knowledge directly to our lives. And in this case, that means surrendering to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. God wants the ability to speak to you and to direct you so that you can be directed into the right place at the right time with the right relationships in the right environments that were designed to ignite your gift. See, your gift belongs in association with someone. Your gift belongs in the right environment. So the proximity is important. Your associations are important. Because if you're not in those right places and in those right associations, then your gift is not connected to the right resources that it needs to maximize. So surrender to Jesus. Say with me now, Lord, I surrender. I give you my life. Forgive me of my sin. In Jesus' name, amen. If you have enjoyed this time with Dr. Thomas, visit us online at normanthomas.org for more extended versions of these teachings. You may also learn where Dr. Thomas will be speaking at a location near you. Until next time, keep walking by faith.